0: Hey, this is Romancing the Zone, a podcast about a podcast about boys playing tabletop games. I'm Mel Bailey. I'm Brittany Bailey, and I'm Ann Kern. Let's roll. Eleven, which is great for this system. Yes, down. So, hi. Hi, everybody. Sorry we're late. Say,
1: hey, girls, who I actually got to physically see not too long ago. That's pretty cool. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, we can do a quick explanation of why we're a little late.
1: Well, I... The explanation is Disney World. (laughs) Basically. Say, my excuse is, I have just traveled for 33 hours, and I'm not actually all the way home yet. So, that's why I was having a hard time getting, listening in, and whatnot.
0: Oh, I meant more just the fact that yes, we were all at Disney World. <laughs>
1: oh. Fair enough. Yeah, we were at Disney World and it was super great. And
0: I ran a 10k for the first time in my life. Yeah, congratulations. Awesome. Thank you. I did not run a
2: 10k, but I did come down Me to see you.
0: <laughs> yes, and drove a 10k. I <laughs> slept in that morning and Bernie ran a 10k. Congratulations!
1: Thank you so much. It was awesome. So 2020 half marathon. Nice. Damn,
0: I will be cheering you on from the poolside with a margarita <laughs> in my hand. But yeah, we all did get to meet up at the Magic Kingdom. It was great. Even special guest co-host Emily was with us.
2: Yeah, by co- complete coincidence, Emily was was down with her her family and and spent some time like hanging
1: out.
0: Yeah, it was very cool. A magical meeting, a magical communion, I think is what they call it, in My Brother, My Brother, and Me.
1: In the most magical place on Earth, as we have learned. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. So we're here to tell you, the facts are in, it truly is magical.
1: (laughs) We've done all our research, we did a few arcana checks, it's there. Uh, What I'm a little bummed about is... Because we were so busy, you know, hitting up that magic that we didn't have the time to listen and record and everything because we could have mimicked Travis and Griffin perfectly.
0: Yeah, Britt (laughs) and I almost had a literal Trav and Griff situation on our hands uh, recording here in the same space as well. As soon as they said, I was like, oh, shit, we (laughs) came very close to uh, reflecting that energy here. But yeah, things were a little bit more off the rails, I think, than any of us expected or hoped (laughs) for uh last week's episode and recording our own response episode as we like to do in a timely manner and failed miserably right
1: i'm realizing it is hard to have a life and a podcast at the same
0: time oh god yes it is quite hard
1: so yeah bravo boys for doing what you do and i get it i get why they're late sometimes
0: I mean, I've been doing this for three years, but yeah, way to go, boys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you guys had been recording in the
2: in the same space, which one of you would have been the fantasy kitty, as Travis
0: describes himself? I I would just say it would be Brittany, like for sure. I can't, yes. <laughs> I was
1: just thinking, like I'm like stretching right now. Like, yeah, I think it would
0: be me. <laughs> Griff and I are the ones who are like, can we just get this show on the road? And then we have our kitty siblings over here like, I don't know, let me do some extra pizzazz here.
1: <laughs> I need to go knead up my hands on something. Hold on. Exactly.
0: <laughs> but so that's the explanation of why we were a little late. Magical interference. Uh, but we're here now and ready to talk about this episode, which picks up immediately where they left off. Yeah, and they do and it- they
2: do have to hesitate briefly because they forgot to do some wrap up at the end of the last sort of the par- portion of the mini arc before they had picked this up from pilot yeah. to series I guess is the the equivalent there thereof I love that, that in this game system that you get experience for fucking up can we have that like in life
0: <laughs> right we can really level up for
2: mistakes
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess we do kind of it's like, learn. I feel like that's actually more how life works than I did a good role I'm gonna keep going like
0: you <laughs> right, learn, you learn from more your from your mistakes
1: constantly That I would always tell my students. True.
0: So this game system reflects a little bit more realistically. Uh, But yeah, they do some um, they do some housekeeping and uh, infer that later on there will be more. These will be treated more like lunar interludes when Mm -hmm. this happens again, like at the end of this. um, It's not an arc. It's a this chapter. Yeah, I guess it's a chapter. Amnesty, right? Amnesty is the arc. I think then these would be the chapters.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I'm hoping they call them lodge interludes. Instead of Lunar.
0: (laughs) That'd be great. I assume they're going to all go
1: to the lodge, take a dip in the hot springs, talk about all
0: the stuff they've learned. Right. So everybody keep that in your cap and remember who came up with it. Right. (laughs) TM, TM, TM. (laughs) Uh,
2: Speaking of things we want to TM... I, I, in my notes, at some point in in some delirium, I I wrote down about Agent Stern asking about the Sasquatch footage, but I called it big footage, and I, I would oh. like to TM that now. Just putting Please. that out there. Yes, that's brilliant. That's so
0: that bad. is a, for sure a TM, TM, TM. <laughs> Oh, yes. you're right here don't take it original <laughs> content do not steal oh no barclay. that's so good because yes that's what ancient sir wants he wants this the tape of barclay which poor barclay
1: <laughs> he's going through such a rough time right now oh my boy really quick did you guys catch the goof that trav made
0: with- uh, you'll have to be more specific did we? okay okay
1: uh, when they bring up Agent Stern and Trav at the back goes, and here's my, like, I don't remember exactly what it says, but he brings up Agent Pesci.
0: Oh, I heard that, but no, I didn't get it.
1: Okay, so Agent Stern and Agent Pesci are Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci from the Wet Bandits from Home Alone 2. <laughs> home Alone 1, Home Alone 2. All them Home Alones where
0: they are the bandits that's what i laughed i was on the plane laughing alone like i do because this see again this is why you and trav are the equivalents to each other you both we are cats and trap sisters you you love these jokes these home alone jokes congratulations yeah. no i did not catch that well done that was that was good yeah i
2: caught it I for, i forgot which which goof you were because I, I think I got so distracted in that scene by by him also wanting to roll to check for psychic paper because he's a Doctor Who nerd.
0: hmm Oh, and I didn't get that one. Okay. Yeah, it's
2: a Doctor Who thing. From from the recent, that's, uh, Tenant introduces the psychic paper, I think. Pretty sure.
0: Is that just something that, like, it just changes its, its appearance to what you need it to be? Yes, exactly. Yeah, so whatever so the you person
1: could... needs to see, that's what they see. So he just holds up nothing.
0: Got it in one. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you're from
2: the Department of Public Works. Gotcha. I, I do think that um, that Travis, goofs aside, he did justify this character, Joyce, really well, that Aubrey is suspicious of, oh, of authority, and that, that that's why he's, he's interested, she's interested in investigating whether or not this badge is real, which is honestly a question that people should probably ask more often,
1: you mm-hmm. know?
0: Absolutely. Trav is staying sexy and not getting murdered, and I appreciate it.
1: <laughs> well, I think it also makes sense that it's the female character mm-hmm. that would do yes. it, too.
0: Nice little character choice there.
1: I don't have much more about Agent Stern. I know they did Um, stuff with him, but...
0: Right. Oh, well, here. Okay, I can... Because I have a little bit more I can say about him. Um, So let's just, before we move on to the next part, uh, a little bit more on Agent Stern here, just to kind of remind ourselves. We learn these things. He is part of Unexplained Phenomena, a branch of the FBI. Which is just called called UP. up, which I thought it should have been paranormal and unexplained phenomena, because then it would be pup, and <laughs> his birthday's coming up, and uh, he's got to focus on
1: Sasquatch. Which, okay, so there's all these disappearances surrounding Sasquatch. Barclay,
0: what are you doing?
1: What's Barclay, happening?
0: what is happening? Let's take a beat and uh, <laughs> rewind. Barclay, do you want to come talk to us in private without Stern here? Yeah, I, I this is an, know.
2: this is an interesting question of whether he's accurate about this or not. If, if they just think it's a Sasquatch for some reason, or is is this someone from Sylvain who's running right. amok? Uh, right. Or is it just a mistake and it's a coincidence that he's actually come to a place where there really is a Sasquatch? And we don't know that yet, but it's um, it's definitely opened some interesting doors of
1: uh, somewhere they can go in the future. Yes, I need to know so many details. Where are the disappearances? Is it in Kepler? Are they all... Looking the same Sasquatches. Yeah. Are there more Sasquatches? Bigfoot. Always so many
0: questions. (laughs) So many. How much big footage do we have of these Sasquatches? (laughs) All good questions, which hopefully they will actually answer (laughs) now that we have a bit more time to live in this world.
2: Yeah, because in the meantime, we have to just deal with the immediate threat and the FBI agents just in the way at this point. Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: and he also kind of becomes an immediate threat because, in True Dale Cooper fashion, he is going to stay at the Amnesty Lodge.
2: That's mm-hmm. right. <gasps> oh. So, I mean, it does sound really nice. I mean, if if your choices in a, in a small town like this are going to be there, like the Motel Six, <laughs> of course, or that
0: little bed and breakfast next to the Pizza Hut.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's got to look. I mean, no no shade to Motel Six, but it's got to look a little nicer <laughs> than the places Tom Baudette would agents... like a word
0: with you, and <laughs> There's a whole gang of them. You better watch out. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm with you. But now we just have this extra, everybody be extra cautious. Barclay, you don't get to stretch out at all.
1: Oh. No kitty stretches for Barclay. Keep that bracelet on. <laughs> You
0: can't even take it off when you go to uh the pool. I got oh, us no. there. Let's
1: go over to the
2: pool. <laughs> I did I did very much enjoy Travis's old school Batman transition description there. <laughs> even with the
1: shouting to the pool.
0: Oh, right. I'm so glad we all think in that same way. Like okay, in the movie that this is, this uh, is how this transition between scenes goes.
1: Right? Like there was no hesitation in my mind Mm-mm. of like how that would look. Like the Absolutely. Yeah. It's there. It's perfect. That's going to
0: be animated. That's probably already animated. Well done, person who already did it. And then a quick
1: nod to the Breakfast Club. Love that.
0: <laughs> and aside, to answer is... your
1: question, boys, yes, Andy Clark did tape the butt together.
0: I thought yes. it was the tape. I was like, I don't think there was glue involved. That's was a no bit glue. too much.
2: But it was not duct tape. It was medical tape. Like, because it was the tape he oh, was using. Yeah. yeah.
0: So this has been our... <laughs> our deep breakfast dive club. into
2: breakfast club trivia. <laughs> I have to know my breakfast club trivia because it's it's such an inherently Chicago film and I lived there for a very mm. long time. So you have to know some of some of the breakfast club stuff.
0: They go you go to your like bre- breakfast club class. I do <laughs> even them saying Judd Hirsch. I was laughing so hard cuz <laughs> As a Transformers nerd, we all know, like, we're all in love with uh, Judd Nelson, also because he voices Hot Rod. And so it's just, I did not know that. Yeah. So if you go to the Transformers 86 movie, uh, he's the voice of Hot Rod. So Transformers fans, for their own reason, are extra in love with Judd Nelson. So it was (laughs) funny that they kept saying Judd Hirsch.
2: Completely different person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very different
0: person. For sure. If you're not sure (laughs) the difference, go Google them. Well,
1: here's where we get the reveal. That duck was a burnout bad boy. Yeah, how I'm excited are all the duck fan girls right now <laughs> and
0: fan boys? Let's not which is like yet. us, <laughs> right, exactly. Everyone, it, it we're makes... all so
1: excited to talk about. It. <laughs> we're
0: just talking it... over each other now, and I mean, I know, I know. This I'm... is the meat of the episode. This is why Romancing the Zone <laughs> is here.
1: Uh, Nell, have you started your fan art of him yet?
0: not yet it's been my listens through of this episode were so haphazard that no i didn't even get to sketch this time but you know it's coming Mm -hmm. i need a new sketchbook for one that is true you kept (laughs) talking about that i (laughs) all all through disney world quick sidebar everybody all through (laughs) disney world i kept checking any notebooks i would see they all had lines in them and i was like if i could find one book that just had blank paper in it i'd buy it i was hoping when we were in like hollywood studios they had like the bounty hunter handbook and i was like oh dope is this no it's like an actual book so <laughs> oh. i was like i mean that's cool too but i'd rather just draw on it
2: wow disney is is missing out on a on a section of their audience here they could be selling sketchbooks they really it's are all about, it's all about art they should be encouraging people to do right? that i would
0: think that was really my thought that in an, an iphone case i found one that was adorable And this is here nor there. But anyway, those two things that I really was like, I'll spend extra money at Disney World to buy these things because I need them now. And I didn't get either one.
2: I feel like there's a there's a Donald Duck joke here somewhere, but I'm not quite sure where.
0: (laughs) I would like to know why there's a Donald Duck here somewhere. Wait, a Donald Duck joke here somewhere.
1: (laughs) I wish I could do a Donald voice. There's but some. I, there's some. I'm segue not even about, gonna try that.
2: Well, you've got to be better than 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 dear dear Justin, whose really Donald Duck voice is deeply terrifying.
1: <laughs> Speaking of duck, um, whoa, we brought it back. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm not done talking about his bad boy oh, go for it. So for me, I immediately saw Adam Scott when he was in oh, uh, when he Boy was Meets Griff. World, when his name enough. was Griffin. Hey, all uh-huh. these connections. That's kind of, because like, kind of a pretty boy, but kind of rough. And I don't know.
0: I just like, that's I, that's where my brain went to. See, now this kind of actually works with my own headcanon for how I picture Duck, because if we'll remember back to the pilot episodes of this, um, I had said that I was kind of seeing him a bit like Jesse McCree from the hit game Overwatch, Mm -hmm. uh, with a bit of a spin on him, like not full-on McCree, but very much inspired by him. And now this works perfectly, because you ladies don't know, but other listeners who are familiar with Overwatch lore will know that Jesse McCree was a no-good kid, and that is exactly how (laughs) he found his ass in Overwatch, was because he was out there getting in trouble and starting shit up, and then these two dudes were like... Uh, soldier and reaper we're like (laughs) this punk ass kid let's try to give him a chance let's see if he'll he'll be a good member of our team and they became like his dads at least in this headcanon Mm -hmm. so i can just Mm -hmm. picture young shithead jesse mccree and i'm like oh perfect It still it still works you'll have to show me pictures of that
2: because i'm i am overwatch ignorant so i need to see young mccree now
0: I'm trying to remember now if, very similar to how, what with, with what happens with many things of which I'm a fan, if I'm thinking of actual young Jesse McCree artwork, or if I'm just thinking of fan art that's just really good, <laughs> but I know I've seen <laughs> young, dumb shit Jesse McCree, and I'm like, yeah, there he is. And that's what I'm picturing. So I'll find the thing I'm thinking of, okay. and I'll let everybody I know. I think I might is- He's
1: in a jail cell, and Reaper is like, yeah, I'm keeping him. Cause I've seen that. Yeah, one. there's that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
0: there's there's been really great fan
2: art. I think I might have been picturing Tyler Hecklin from Teen Wolf for some <gasps> reason. Oh girl,
0: you just we just laughed. Uh
2: oh, uh oh, I said I said your keyword.
0: Did <laughs> all five of them? <laughs> what? <shit. laughs> So I like that all of us skewed very... You guys in particular skewed very pretty with Duck. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, young Duck. I, I mean, I think... Um, <laughs> You're like, now, look, Maybe older Duck. No, no. no like, rough <laughs> and double. No, I mean, I think I, I think um, maybe my... Him as an, as an adult is a little different.
1: I think we got that little pot belly.
0: <laughs> right, like a little bit of a belly.
1: See, I think I go Hopper from... Stranger yes. Things. Mm, it sounds
0: like that was a very popular take on Duck when um, when the pilot episodes were happening, huh. which I respect. Yeah.
2: I, I mean, this is another one of those instances where I, I feel like I do have a concept of what he looks like. But then every time I see art, I'm like, oh, yeah, that looks right. Even when they're completely different from <laughs> yeah, each other. Right.
0: No, that's what's so lovely about all of their characters always. You can... You you can always tell who it's supposed to be. Yeah. And even when it varies wildly, you'll always know a taco. You'll always know a merle. You'll always now know an Aubrey. Yeah. And it's awesome to see everybody's different takes on them.
2: Yeah, and I think they they followed through. Part of it is because they followed through so well on the character development, so that you're yeah. you're thinking more about that. It's not like, oh, that's what this person's hair looks like, you know, and that's how that's what defines them. It's right. more of a of a trait. And and I think initially when Justin said. The duck was a burnout i was calling kind of like, huh really he was a bad boy i'm having trouble seeing that but then you know it does make sense because it's sort of this recurring theme of him running away from responsibility of exactly. finding how mm-hmm. you do that like how do you not He's shirking right yeah how do you find a way to to not be responsible for anything in the world and and he, i think this would have been in high school this would have been before he met minerva right this was before the vision started
1: oh yeah. Uh, didn't he I don't say, even remember. yeah yeah, I thought I said eighteen. You girls. Yeah, so it would have been well. slightly before.
2: But then it makes it makes sense coming into it, like you're just playing Call of Duty or whatever and some <laughs> weird glowing lady shows up and says you're gonna save the world and you're like, uh <laughs> Right. Well, you know, it's like those all night gaming things where you start thinking, maybe, you know, you're exhausted, maybe maybe you don't know what's mm. real anymore.
0: Right. So maybe there was even some is this even reality? Yeah. Or is there some permeation from Call of Duty happening here? And <laughs> playing two real video
1: games. Is this just fantasy?
0: Exactly that. I think we've all had that happen though, where you're just you well, and this is also just also speculating. We don't even know if that's what he was playing, but that's there's true. a very good chance that's the headcanon here. And now we're just going to get confused later, and I'm going to convince myself that this was all real. <laughs> was like, no, he we was would...
1: definitely playing Call of Duty. I'm sorry, that's what <laughs> was happening.
2: I think that would actually have he would have been a teenager before Call of Duty came out. But we'll we'll do uh, some math weird. and it figure out what game would have been most likely. <laughs> and get on that research.
0: So let me think. Is he like 40 now? How old is he? Yeah, it was 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, he said he was in his 20s.
1: That... He last talked with Minerva, right?
0: It was how long ago? 20? 20? I
1: think so. Isn't that what they had yeah, like I think that's in episode said? 4 or 5?
0: I don't I I didn't even remember well, the age that he, he started talking. Well, he was probably her, a teenager. So sure don't know.
2: He probably would have been a teenager in the mid 90s, so I think we're going to go with This is uh, like Bond on uh, 007 on GameCube. Absolutely that's... what I was going
0: to say. Some Golden eye. <laughs> Yeah,
2: Golden eye on, on GameCube. That's
0: the big one. <laughs> there we go. So he's playing a lot of GoldenEye, probably playing some, If he, you know, if he's playing some more, like, some Final Fantasy, then that could certainly start permeating and affecting some, you know, thinking, oh, am I just seeing these visions because I've been running around with my pals, you know, Cloud and Tifa, <laughs> you know. This all makes sense. So uh, that's that's Teenage Duck established. We <laughs> Now we know. And uh, that's going to do it for us. For this <laughs> All done. <laughs> Back to the pool. To the pool, yeah. The <laughs> pool <laughs> where
1: we've got old people water aerobics.
0: <laughs> exactly that. Which they do say as they're rolling up to it, there's a Jeep outside and a van. Yes. I know Justin gets a little, a Duck gets a little like, oh, why did you tell me? Well, it was outside, babe. You saw mm-hmm.
1: it. He was very focused. <laughs> he was very reminiscent of his days at the In, in fairness, the yes,
0: to Justin. He was uh, focusing on doing the role to kind of... I forget what it is already.
2: It's the investigative mystery
0: That's role, the one. isn't it? One of those. That you start with. And so they meet, we meet Hannah here. She is, yes, leading this class. And how would you girls have tried to get all of these people out of the pool? Because I know exactly what I thought they were going to go with when they started. Uh, I would have definitely gone
2: some kind of health inspector route. There's mm-hmm. horrible bacteria of That's some kind. That's what I which thought.
0: Which believable.
1: I thought right? it was going to be it- baby Ruth in the pool
0: exactly what i thought i thought for sure that's where these boys were going to take it and they didn't at all they threw
2: all of us for a loop (laughs) although it would have it would have been a little unlikely i mean because if if you were like oh there's a health risk in the pool and they would have said well why is there a park ranger the guy from that weird museum (laughs) and is that a magician (laughs) you know i mean it would have been it would have been a little difficult down
0: at the lounge (laughs) (laughs) So I wasn't even thinking so much that they would show up to try to be impersonating some sort of health inspectors, but really just do something to mess with the water Mm -hmm. that would get everybody out of the pool, like throw a baby root in there. (laughs) Damn (laughs) it! I really, really thought that was where they were going to take it.
2: Maybe, I guess none of them had a candy bar on them. They couldn't, (laughs) they couldn't roll for that. That was poor thinking. A fantasy candy bar.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What is it that uh, Chunt likes so much? Snickers?
2: Snickers, yeah. Snikers. (laughs) (laughs) Snickers. That would have been good. I am okay. Now I'm a little surprised that Travis and Justin did not think of that, but you know, in the moment, and Ned was the one who took the lead here.
0: And you know what? Points to Ned, that was a pretty quick hey, why don't you go directly to the Amnesty Lodge where we're trying to not have a ton of people go? <laughs> That's
1: where I was like. <clears throat> Is this the best idea to introduce everyone to the Amnesty Lodge hot Springs? <laughs> Let's <laughs> just make
0: the lodge really popular so everybody wants to go hang out there. <laughs> I do I'm hoping we are going to see some fallout from this decision. I hope. Because I it so. seems like something that should come back around and bite somebody right in the ass. Like I... Barclay is gonna be so pissed. Like when oh, a bus of
2: bus full of old people shows up at their <laughs> door, yes, I think uh <laughs> Barclay is leaving.
1: He hates all of (laughs) them. Maybe this is why people are disappearing. Ned is going to disappear pretty soon.
0: (laughs) He's the next vanished person. Oh, shit. I guess it was the Sasquatch. Well... (laughs) gotta keep that under our cap even I will say what like as they're hustling all these seniors out Aubrey attacking them with the cold water I I like how they ended up working that around that she's sapping the heat from the pool that was that was clever um I just have to say caught off guard stuttery Justin is just about my favorite thing every time it happens it reminds me of the time like Taco had a sheriff's bed (laughs) And Isaac wanted to see it, and the, just those moments where you could tell he's grasping, he can't cu- come up with anything. Oh God, it's always so precious to me. I love it, and I was so glad we got it again. Yeah, it, here
2: it makes Duck infinitely more lovable, especially when he refers yeah. to himself as a goose. That, <laughs> that was extremely oh my gosh. cute.
0: Oh, it was so good.
2: And in his defense, like, these are the kind of old people who fall for those Nigerian prince scams.
0: So maybe this didn't (laughs) seem that awkward to them. That could be. So we get, we do get the seniors out of here. Into their, into their bus. They throw the clothes in the bus. They throw the seniors in the bus. (laughs) Just in time, because then it's time for our mini boss fight. Yes. It's fight night at the pool. Just like it was fight night at Disney World, the <laughs> last day that Brittany and I were there, <laughs> we literally angry. on our way out. Quick sidebar, everybody on our way out of Disney World, and even once or twice, I think. In, oh, and on our way in, on our way in, and at least once in the park, people getting into like shouting matches with each other. It huh. was straight up fight night at Disney World. Wow, this past Saturday, I did not, I
2: did not experience any of this.
0: It was quite. A spectacle each time it was mostly us just like observing from a distance and going oh shit
2: so not like
1: getting up in there and trying to
0: <laughs> certainly not
1: but sometimes the distance wasn't quite far enough away to be very happy about it yeah
0: anyway fight night at
1: the pool now so ned climbs the ladder mm-hmm. i feel like i would not have done that I'm glad he did, but I think that's the equivalent to running up the stairs when there's a killer in the house. (laughs)
0: Mm, I see. That's a good point. Yeah, no, it's it's tough because I get why he did it and clearly it gave him a really just great story (laughs) moment. Well, at that
2: point, it was kind of unclear what was going on, right? I mean, the monster, Mm -hmm. the the water had not attacked There wasn't too much
0: going yet. And they weren't, you
2: know, Calvin was attacked in the water, and they were not in the water. So they weren't really Mm -hmm. sure.
0: They hadn't seen it. Yeah, they don't know what the
2: range is. They don't know what it's doing. It's trying all these different shapes out, uh, which was very creepy. It reminded me of, um, I don't know if you guys have seen The Abyss.
1: Mm
0: -mm. Yes, like Uh, a (laughs) really
1: long time ago
2: the only the only james cameron movie that i'm 100% well 99% behind is the abyss uh, <laughs> and there's a there's a water creature at one point that tries a bunch of shapes and it's uh, it's kind of kind of along these lines something Wait, similar so it gave cameron me like a touch for the he did and we're going to have words
1: okay well okay. <laughs> still think the abyss is better but
2: <laughs> fair enough
0: fair we'll fight enough. about
1: we'll have a screaming match about it on this end.
0: podcast <laughs>
2: i'll
1: meet you at disney world <laughs> <laughs> everybody
0: goes to disney world to, to sort out their differences
2: we'll just be screaming at each other on the people mover
0: it there we go great.
1: okay sorry the abyss
2: <laughs> yes no just that I, I was really into the water and i and i do also like speaking of good mental images travis describing the third eye ability that he picked up uh Very for leveling cool. up and having it be this like negative image of the world that allows yeah. him to see something about this monster so that we have a better idea of how it actually works.
0: Right. And so this is where they return to that idea that there's this yellow light that Calvin had seen. hmm And I wonder, I do wonder if it's like a, like a physical, tangible thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or if it's just a glow that they can see within the water. Or if, it, if there's a an obvious source of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And if this is Morpha, that's what we're going to have to hookshot out of there. And that's all I can think of now. (laughs) You're welcome. Since you brought that up. I'm saying, go get a hookshot. I do have this question. (laughs) grappling hook. Sorry. How do you girls think this could be battled? Like, what – do you have any idea of, like, what you might try? Because I came up with an idea as this battle was kicking off that I was like, I wonder if this would work. Oh, boy. I don't know how they would do it, but I'll go ahead with mine because I was thinking – is there a way, could you essentially trap it in something and evaporate it?
1: Hmm.
0: Like how, that was the only thing I could think of. Like, that's the only way you really can dissipate water. But then
1: does it go into the rain cycle and
0: then it goes everywhere? Yeah.
1: Maybe freeze it. I would say maybe Ooh, yeah. freeze it. See, that's where my brain, freeze it like the blob, send it to Antarctica, mm. now it's their problem. Mm. <laughs> Please don't send it north. I don't want it.
0: <laughs> She's like, just to be clear, I did mean not here. Like Antarctica. South. The, the down one. Yes. The the one that's the down downstairs. One. Thank you. The down
1: one. Isn't that where the thing came from? Anyway.
0: Isn't that 30 Days of Night? Wait.
1: Which is a horrible movie. I still need to do a I've podcast never seen on it. that. Please watch it with me so I can explain everything. Perfect.
0: That'll be our movie and candy party. Thank
1: God but
0: but in the meantime they're they're
1: trying to defeat it
2: by doing a really good did you guys were you guys able to visualize this this foon
0: the foon were... yeah. I don't know what a yes. jackknife is so I could you do you've done them before i'm, I'm sure, sure. jackknife like, you know, is where you you like make your body into like a checkmark yes. it's it's like an ab workout <laughs> yeah i have definitely you... not done one <laughs> okay <laughs> it's where you put your hands your like arms over your head Uh like straight out and you keep your legs straight out and then you like push up both like so you're like you're kind of on your butt like (laughs) you know what i mean like you are uh it's like a v-shape on your butt yeah yeah like a v-shape okay so that's a jack i think i
1: get the general idea okay
0: so imagine jumping into the air making yourself into a (laughs) v-shape and dropping into the water (laughs) is how i pictured the foon happening which is, I mean,
2: Ned Ned continues to be like just ballsy as hell.
0: <laughs> hell yeah! When he does it, also this visual of Aubrey and Duck just watching in awe. So he does the perfect food is hysterical.
1: Duck's reaction—I've heard legend of it, but I've never <laughs> seen.
0: That i like to imagine it's like a rain boom in My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, when it's like, oh my god, it's this thing we've all heard of, but none of us have seen before. And then it just makes miraculous things happen when it does finally go off. I'm
1: rolling a fucking 12
0: for it. hmm There was a rainbow uh, halo that certainly must have emanated oh, from absolutely. the perfect food when Definitely. he landed. Six little ponies became will become best friends <laughs> because he landed his butt perfectly in that water.
2: I'm just getting this this mental image of like the most anime <laughs> slow mo intense. Oh yeah, animation.
0: <laughs> We're cutting away to reactions. We're cutting back to him slowly falling. There's just uh, just shiny bits of water flying around in the air in front of the camera, slow motion breaking through the tentacle, <laughs> slapping mm-hmm. the water, mm-hmm. and that's
1: when the ray of rainbow circles him. Just yeah. There's that little, like, sh noise on the back. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. For sure.
0: It's like a wide <laughs> shot. You just see, like, the pool house beneath, and then you just see that little ping and then the rainbow just bursts from it. But now he's in the water, which is probably not so good. Less ideal. And he straight up starts getting dragged around, which I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, thank God he rolled that 12. <laughs> so at least he's got some air. Mm-hmm. And I love that Duck freezes
2: yeah i mean that is like the least rpg decision that he could possibly make but it's the Uh best possible character choice in this Uh moment that he freezes that he doesn't i mean you're standing there with a sword while your friend's getting dragged around a pool you you must be like i I don't know what to do with this Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
1: perfectly handled perfectly done very believable again romancing the justin way to go Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. well aubrey
1: is on top of it too because she's she suggests the pool skimmer
0: yeah, so she keeps herself in the moment. She's not getting too caught up. And I
1: love this idea that we've got Duck who should be, like for all intents and purposes, should be the one who is you do this and you do this and okay, mm-hmm. like in charge. And yeah. he freezes. And then you got young Aubrey who's like, Duck, get the skimmer. Like, come on, get get yeah. your ass in gear.
0: And I kind of like this almost from a headcanon standpoint in that he's so, you could almost see it as he's so used to being on his own and doing this, you know, doing his own thing and pushing away this extra responsibility. Mm-hmm. And so taking charge in moments of crisis like this isn't necessarily secondhand to him, whereas versus this girl who has kind of been on her own and, you know, has to stay on her toes and has to remain vigilant, it. Meant to like on purpose or not works perfectly for both of them, mm-hmm. yeah. Especially because
2: Aubrey's just generally really enthusiastic. I think that hesitation mm-hmm. is not really something that she's familiar with, right? Well, and it's it was a great callback also that Aubrey
1: decides to lower the water temperature again,
0: even more, yeah,
1: yeah, in a move she doesn't know is gonna work, but using I'm assuming high school. Physical science, like, oh, okay, if I make it colder, it's going to go slower. It's not going to be mm-hmm. able to do much. Whereas initially right. in my brain, I was like, well, she's the heat person. She should make it hot and boil it out. But Which like, would be very bad for Ned. It would be very bad for Ned. Super bad. But also it would take a lot more effort because boiling, I think, is 212 degrees. Mm-hmm. Whereas freezing is 32. So no matter mm-hmm. what temperature oh, that point. water is. Getting, getting into some physics here.
0: We're smart girls on this show.
1: Only not, because at first I was like, boil his ass. And I was like, oh, wait, no. You did right. <laughs> You're good.
0: <laughs> well, th- Okay. Well, still smart, but maybe not commonsensical. That's a word now. Um,
1: Probably shouldn't be impulsive, because <laughs> initially I'm always like, do the thing. Wait, no, hold on. Don't do that thing. <laughs> right. Let me do so, minor yeah. research. Do the other. You were great. Go,
0: go. Smart, but take a beat and think about it for a moment. <laughs> Well, and even this also begs the question, you have to wonder if there she's also banking on this thing being alive in some aspect. So yeah. not only is it, if it's not just pure water, which of course is going to freeze, but then if this is some sort of living thing as well, if that's going to slow it down too, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. by virtue of freezing it out. Yeah. And it ends up <laughs> not working perfectly like the temperature does drop but then it turning on her mm-hmm. she ends up getting that backlash from it but it's still it does enough to get ned out of the pool so well done still a success but then she does get totally douched by the wave that <laughs> <laughs> heads in her direction
2: yeah and, and ned ned rushes in again just attacking the water with his cane yeah which, which he i i did catch that he calls it with automatic which is pretty good but i'm surprised he didn't go with chicane oh, uh, bad. <laughs> too too dumb a, a pun for clint mcelroy possibly
0: <laughs> i i love it i think that's great that's another chicane <laughs> that being a chicane and big footage you're on a roll today and but you're totally right he's ned's kind of in beast mode this round he's He's surprisingly badass. Yeah. He's the unexpected badass. Caution to the wind kind of thing. Right. Like, he wants to take on this this water beast. It, it releases Aubrey. It does mm-hmm. get her out yeah, of the, this. Yeah,
2: the water just, as soon as retreats. he's separated it from the body of the water, it's yeah. just regular water again. And right. and I had already kind of figured this out or guessed at this before Uh, tra- uh Griffin does say out of character, I guess, as... as um, as the, the keeper that these are effectively minions, which is something if that's a game mechanic specifically to monster of the week, that the monster has minions that serve them, but he's found this really cool way to deal with that mechanic of having it just be these independent parts of this major, this, this main body,
0: mm-hmm. which
2: I thought was really cool.
0: And so is that similar to the way that uh, the, the last bomb bomb had like, the little bobcat was possessed? Yes. Would that have been a minion? Yes. Perfect. Okay. So taking out that minion that had been on Aubrey causes it to retreat, and then it starts kind of... It doesn't lash out at them again, but it does make the whirlpool start going.
1: hmm
0: Which I wondered... I was trying to picture it. Do you think... Just because then afterwards, the, the water goes back to normal, and Aubrey can no longer see the light, do you think it was, like... Going down the drain—that's a whirlpool fashion. Okay,
1: that was its escape route, and I love a good whirlpool. I love making them. I love (laughs) cajoling a Mm -hmm. bunch of people into making them. So I got that image into my head right away, and it was always like, I want to jump in and enjoy this ride, but (laughs) probably wouldn't be my best idea. Again, impulsive idea versus actually (laughs) thinking about it, making a decision. (laughs)
0: Right, so now we all just at least know whenever we are all on a mission with Brittany, make sure you she doesn't just go off and do her own thing before letting people know what she's about to do. <laughs> Give me at
1: least 10 seconds between saying something and doing it, <laughs> and then you
0: never know. Just keep an eye on her. Good to know. <laughs> but so, yeah, good news and probably bad news. Monster's no longer here, which means it's somewhere else. Yes,
2: it's confirmed by Aubrey. Yeah. And yeah, Duck has this this beautiful <laughs> beautiful end. long pause between well <laughs> and fuck <laughs> with the music in the background it was that was hilarious that absolutely was... strike just killed me <laughs> I know it's I know it's, it's this is a terrible thing this is a very frightening iteration of this monster that they don't know where it is it could potentially use water anywhere in town now maybe right we don't know exactly what its limitations are right uh but this could
1: be very very bad for everybody oh, and don't really know how to Absolutely. kill it yeah at all no like they learned some stuff but not nearly enough to be like okay we know how to how to get at it when we find it so there yeah well it, it is
2: monster of the week not monster of the afternoon so it's going to take them a little bit longer <laughs>
0: Monster of the Afternoon sounds like a, a <laughs> nice, chill movie. Or like a daytime movie you'd watch.
1: It sounds like a date to me.
0: Yeah, like an afternoon date.
2: It's on my uh, my all-monster-themed Hallmark <laughs> movie channel.
0: See, now that's a million-dollar idea. And hey, you know what? Speaking of monsters, we ran a poll last time. And our question to you was, what is a good name for our monster friends? And... Brittany, congratulations! Your <gasps> offer of Monstars won with forty-six percent of the votes. Sylvanian Families came in second <laughs> with thirty-four percent, and Monstros came in third with twenty percent.
1: I'm doing the congratulatory, yes, over-the-shoulder <laughs> shake. Good. It doesn't cross into an audio medium very well, but <laughs> against Space Jam what really had a chance. I mean, I know my audience. You do.
0: Well (laughs) done. Congratulations to you, and thanks so much, everybody, for voting in our poll. Our question for this week is, which high school archetype were you? We'll have a poll up over on Twitter at RomancingZone. And as a heads up, we are also going bi-weekly, and we'll be back on track Monday, May 7th. Till then, as always, thank you so much for listening. I'm Nell Bailey. I'm Brittany Bailey. And I'm Ann Kern. And we've been Romancing the Zone.